Good morning, Good morning campers. campers. Today's activities include, whoa, a flashback to a bunch of previous episodes. Wow, look what Sarah did there. Uh, lunch today will be a birthday cake. And to end the night, we will be summoning my abusive father back from the dead to take care of all my problems for me. So put on your sunscreen, bug spray, and camp uniform as we dive into Friday the 13th, Part 7, colon, the new blood. Look at this blood, it's new. <laughs> Mariska Hargitay, Sarah. Mariska Hargitay, Sam. I am your camp counselor, Sam, pro bodybuilder in training and current drag queen. And I'm camp counselor, Sarah, and I'm squinting my eyes real hard at you. We're here to ask, is it camp? We're diving into popular culture of all kinds to loosely identify what makes something camp. We are not here to be the definitive experts on it, but rather just talk about this often overlooked and frankly queer subgenre. And a mighty welcome back to the pod to Tommy Purr, the man diva. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Thank you for having me back. Ooh, it's a pleasure to have you back. As, as I told you on message uh, previously this week, your episode is one of our top listened to episodes. Either people, lo people love showgirls, or people love you, <laughs> or people fantastic. love both. Who knows? I think it's both. I, I, would, I would hope it's both, but if it's just for showgirls, uh, I understand. I, I agree, and I understand. Give me one second. Let me close my bedroom door, because every time I talk to an imaginary person, <laughs> quote, unquote, my cat goes ballistic, and, uh, and, and my headphones are not long enough for me to like get okay. up and shoo her away, so one it's second. The, uh, who are you talking to? That's not me. That's, that's a made-up person you're talking to. Yeah, I, I am a huge cat person, but the problem is, is just like she, I don't know, all of a sudden she's just been like really, really uppity, really, really talkative, and it's not like a, a cute talkative. I have a smaller cat who's adorable when she meows, but this one is like, this, I don't know, maybe something you can review on the podcast later <laughs> on, um, the movie Strays, <laughs> or uh, uh, because this cat like has a deep... <laughs> meow and and she's like 14 and i'm pretty sure arthritic and it's driving like me insane would so freak out if, um, you know if somebody ever talked on speakerphone because like i we thought he was confused because he couldn't figure yeah. out where the other voice was coming from so he would just go row, 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 <laughs> like that yeah yeah, if I'm on the phone um, or talking on Xbox, she feels the need to jump in, and I'm I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so over it right now. Like it's been like five days of this, and she's just been like, she'll just stay on the other end of the apartment and do it until I come get her. I'm like, I'm so, stop enough, enough. <laughs> Fourteen years of this, like knock it off. So anywho, uh, yes, I am. I'm looking. Looking forward to it. For those who don't know, I am Tommy Purr. I am your camp counselor. Um, uh, we were 
advised that there was a death curse on this place, uh, but we are not going to listen <laughs> because I already put a down payment down on <laughs> the cabins and we have a birthday party to get to. And I'm going to stop having sex with my girlfriend to investigate a weird sound outside oh my, my van. Oh my God, because Tommy, our stop Michael being so heterosexual all the time. Jeez. <laughs> I know. I think I sounded way more convincing than the other "quote unquote" heterosexuals. Oh boy, in this movie. are there "quote unquote" heterosexuals in this movie? <laughs> oh man, all those "quote unquote" straight people—they had a good run. They tried didn't they? so hard to, to. Yeah. Oh, I definitely like your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Alrighty, so are we who like who who's who's starting? Well, who's starting? How the, are we gonna get into this? Weird, this is great because last time I feel like I just jumped oh, right cares? into showgirls. We girls. do what we want. This is our show. We make up the rules, just like how Jason works. The rules are constantly <laughs> being fudged around. Is he dead? Is he a snake thing? Is he a spaceman? <sighs> Lightning makes him work this time. A psychic girl makes him work this time. <laughs> he uh he can teleport he's a zombie he's trapped underwater he's scared of water he uh he he before barbie jason is everything <laughs> um so yeah he's jason she's just tina yeah <laughs> The actress, um, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to refer to everyone as their kayfabe name. We're not going to go with shoot names because I, I mean, I have the Wikipedia in front of me, but I'm like, I'm trying to read it. It's all just a bunch of word salad. I'm like, I'm like, after a while, all the movies bled together. My, my, my hope was to watch the movie, and but like, I know it so well that I'm like, oh, I just don't want to miss every like minute detail because some other queer out there is gonna be like, you are wrong. That was yeah, six. I'm Jessica like, you know died like this over like ten thousand. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I've logged in ten thousand hours into the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> video game. Shut the fuck up, okay? Well, don't tell me. I know Jason, okay? And after a while, I was telling some friends at my my bar that I hang out at, which uh, shout out to Millennium Fandom Bar here in Vegas because uh, they do like horror theme nights for cosplayers and. Marvel and DC, and they're probably no doubt going to do Love Friday it. the 13th in October. So we were all like coordinating our costumes. I was talking to my friend Emily, and she goes, she goes, part three is my favorite, but like after part three, they all just start bleeding together. And I think that's very true, considering that we don't know what kind of fucking timeline they are on, because they're like, oh Jason died five God. years ago. This incident was three years ago. Like, yes, the first like four movies right take like, place over like the same what no the first uh, part yeah part yeah. two yeah part two three and four take place over the same fucking weekend and <laughs> so it's not friday the 13th it's saturday the fifth it's saturday the 14th and sunday the 15th and monday as well and uh i'm like okay this is okay you literally sarah go back and watch those movies Two to four. I've never seen they any of them. Like the I've never week. seen any of so, the Halloween, the Nightmare on Elm Street. I've never seen any Jason what? movies until today. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, you're missing out because the ridiculousness 
Um, for those listening at home, and you're like, no, that can't be possible. So, like, part one happens, and then, like, spoiler alert, they kill the, the main girl in the first, like, five minutes of part two. She's done. She's yeah. gone. Drew Barrymore right yeah. out of the franchise. Um, and then they go, they flash, they start the movie, and they're like, they tell it, like, five years ago. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what? Okay, so, all right, we're five years ahead. All right, that's fine. And then part two ends. And then uh, part three opens up, and you're like, okay, we uh, there's a news bulletin saying, you know, a rash of murders in Camp Crystal Lake, and some hillbilly couple gets killed. So you're like, wait a minute. Okay, that was like yesterday. Okay, no problem. That's fine. It's like a continuation. It's like Halloween's part one and two, the originals. Like Halloween 2 is an, extend, yeah, an extension yeah. of part one. It takes place in a hospital. Same night, which I, I really love that it amps the terror. Yes, amps up the terror. Jamie Lee Curtis um, has a very bad wig. And then... Oh, what a, what a wig. god, girl. Oof. The fucking wig. Okay, you just gotta... Why don't you just have, have me on every time you do horror? Just, like, seriously. I'm like, the wig, the wig, the face, <laughs> let's just, everything. Let's, <laughs> She's just like... Let's just have her one- lay down for all the movies so nobody can tell it's a wig, right? Right? <laughs> I want that fucking gig. I want that. I want that gig. But like, I mean, did, wasn't she like an alcoholic? So like Jamie Lee Curtis. So maybe she, they were like, she's a little drunk. Like, I think she was down. between okay. slashers like, and her hair was just this. so different because, um, yeah, I think mm. this would have been around prom night and her hair was markedly different for prom night than it was for, for Halloween. So they were like, oh fuck, it's supposed to be the same night. Uh, prom she- night where, where she like, yeah, prom night where she did yeah. nothing but dance. Like, I'm kind of like, you're not even in any danger. Like, the killer's not even after you. So I feel like it's kind of cheating to call her a final girl. I'm like, you're final by yeah, default. You know. Like, you weren't even targeted. And it's like saying Sister Lois and Sister Murphy and Scream 2 were final girls. You know, <laughs> like, Rebecca Gayhart, Portia de Rossi. No, I, I no, absolutely want Scream 7. You... And in case anybody's been watching the Scream movies, eh, whatever. Um, I want Scream 7, the fi- the reveal of the killers, to be Portia de Rossi and Rebecca Gayhart. And they come out and they're like, you guys all formed a little club. You guys were all survivors of these killers. And you forgot about us, the queen bitches. And it's just them being real bitter about never being referenced in the previous five films <laughs> since they survived. And they, they're they just real cunty. I, um, yeah. It's the I best idea. That. Thank you. Give me a million dollars. I love that. Um, I, I, I will, I will up the ante and um, say Rebecca Gayhart does not show up, but rather Portia Rossi is the killer and reveals herself. She goes, Sydney," because <laughs> you know she says it all yes. weird in the movie. And then um, instead of "Hello, Sydney," <laughs> "Hi, Sydney," and then we find out she's like, you know, ever since I can't remember who was who, uh, Lois or Murphy, whatever, but she's just like. Ever since Rebecca Gayhart left me for Pendleton, <laughs> you know, and then just go ahead and just tie the movies together. Urban legend yeah, sure, and Screamer in sure. the same universe. Absolutely. So, and you can't tell me any different. But um, okay, back to oh God. We 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 traveled through so many <laughs> franchises, and poor Sarah over here is like, I haven't seen any of this shit, and seen. But um, back to Friday the Thirteenth, Part Seven. Um, I I don't I like you're the host. I think you two should like really cut the ribbon on this so it's like it's like we, we're in the 80s right the eternal 80s 
parts two and four have taken place over like the mm-hmm. same week, literally, because they have a news bulletin saying he just died. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Part, and, part um, four introduces Tommy so, Jarvis, uh, and, and then, then between part four and five, Tommy Jarvis ages up yes. like fifteen years. So he goes from being little boy Corey Feldman yes, to so grown should... <laughs> adult ass man within the span of like two years. Our time, it's like fifteen years their time, but it's still the eighties. Okay, right? so do the then other movies? The, yeah have this yes. and that's what you missed on Glee intro every, every single time uh, yeah. the first really? couple do yeah yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they really do which is mm-hmm. actually very helpful like especially for a viewer like yourself who hasn't watched all of them here are the bullet points and which you usually it'll take up like the first and then they go, 10 hey, minutes of the movie too so you're not getting a full 80 minute movie out of this you're actually getting something closer to like a 60 minute movie sometimes yeah. because the flashbacks will be uh-huh. so yeah. long that's how they really pad uh-huh. that time part 2 feels part 2 mm-hmm. feels very short like very short, especially after you watch it after the very long part one. I'm of the mindset that after Takes Manhattan, because I hate Takes Manhattan, that uh, part one is probably my least favorite just because it's so, like, slow, and the characters are so stupid. Like, I'm just like, uh, let's run around in a rainstorm in the archery range. What what could possibly go wrong? Um... But this is, uh, let's see. So, yeah, Tommy uh, part, Tommy in part five um, ages up, and he's the worst Tommy, but he's the hottest Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like, okay, so we should be, like, in the mid-90s at the but earliest he kills, now. He yeah, kills Jason the at the end of it. He chains him up, puts him at the bottom of the lake. And then mm-hmm. we get this whole flashback after the flashback here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was. Oh, I was sorry. Part not part five. six. My bad. Still, yeah. The, oh, yes. Not Jason. The not Jason. The not Jason. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. The not Jason, which I still, I always in the video game, I always played as Roy because he had like the best shift, and I thought he was still cool. But then, like, like Sam said, part part six is uh, Jason lives, and that's when we get Frankenstein Jason. He's summoned by lightning, and. Uh, um, we get like the definitive Tommy Jarvis, uh, that the actor playing Tommy, and I like that one too. I think that one's campy, not nearly as campy as this one, but my god, that one's such a good one because it feels like you're actually at camp, and the characters are really well written, and the direction is much better than some of the previous movies. But now you're like, we get to we get to this, we get to the topic. Um, you know, 20 minutes in. <laughs> just did a whole recap of the series up until now. And uh, let's see here. It's uh, part seven. Uh, the New Blood, which I'm like, I don't... I don't know. What else would you so have called this movie, the, guys? Because I feel like the tagline... The idea be- of the New Blood apparently came because... Like, the, the first four movies were just counselors, 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 you know, fucking around, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Tommy Jarvis became the final girl for three movies, right? And then they were like, well, we're done with Tommy Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Let's do... Okay, so they, they had two ideas bef- uh, for before making this movie as to what this movie would be. The first one, most people know, is the Freddy vs. Jason concept. They really wanted to cross over 
uh, yes. Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare films and have him do battle, which is why they came up with, okay, Psychic Girl instead, because they just couldn't get the legality. The yeah, other I was surprised idea, that that had been, like, cooking for so long. Yeah, that was development hell for, gosh, like 15, almost 20 years until we actually got Freddy versus Jason. And it was all <laughs> worth it, I assume. <laughs> you want to you want to see you want to see, <laughs> see Kelly Rowland call Freddy Krueger a faggot? Then oh go God. see that movie. Kelly Kelly Rowland of <laughs> Destiny's Child. You, know what? You, you don't have to clarify who she is. It's not the... like she's Michelle Williams <laughs> of Destiny's Child. Oh, wh- <laughs> which Michelle Williams? Oh, Tour de Force. I actress. know. I know that was not. Sarah, I know that was not a dig at Michelle Williams for being Michelle Williams, yeah. just because she shares a name with a famous actress. <laughs> that sounded like such shade on on Michelle Williams, who uh, every time like someone goes, "You're yeah. the Michelle Williams," I go, "Bitch, it's still worth yeah. millions. I'll take it." Like, can I? She's beautiful. I'll still be Michelle Williams, but I really feel like I don't know. I, I hated that line, and so did the the, the original writers because they're like, "We did not add that in. We don't know where it was uh, that upset us." Uh, that episode's lot one was added in. I, I don't know. I feel like Michelle Williams would have put some stank on that line. And Beyonce, oh, especially yeah. would have put some stank on that line. You know, like like Kelly Rowling, just you can you can tell does not want to say it. She <laughs> yeah. knows where her bread is buttered. She knows the gays love Destiny's Child. She's like, what kind of faggot? And I'm like, oh, you, oh, Kelly, listen, honey, I'm not going to be offended. That's just your job. You're playing an act. You're playing a character. I get it. But like, I just feel like Beyonce would have done, done the the neck swivel and the hair flip and be like, "What kind of faggot?" and would have been all like base about it. And I feel like, like, come on, girl. Even like Gabor Gabrielle has she been old enough? Would have like put some stink on that too. Like, <laughs> well, it's, like, it's not get Kelly Rowland's fault. She <laughs> probably know? got the script via Excel, you know, Excel text, <laughs> and. <laughs> 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 I know we're supposed to be talking about Friday the 13th part the 7 new blood. the new blood the which new is blood. what I'm going to call it every time we say that name um, but I feel like this is just this is uh, is it camp is just going to drag we should have been like yeah, yeah. we're going to drag oh, the yeah. entire the, Friday the 13th the, the, series guys, are the kills it's I all like murder so murder. like I know this one is uh, famously like doesn't have a lot of gore in it but are the kills normally so boring Honest to God. Um, <laughs> they're better. Oh, this, that's a, they're that's better and worse, depending upon yeah. you know, movie, character, budget, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, this one is famously the neutered, the most neutered of all the Friday the 13th, because the MPAA, boo his boo, we hate them, we hate them, we hate them, was just constantly like, no, it's too much. You gotta tone this down. Even, even the... Um, the very famous sleeping bag se- uh, scene. There, yeah. like, there were shots. Oh, there were God, so many shots yes. of him just wailing that bag up against the uh, the tree. And instead, all we got was like, well, he kind of like smacked her up against it once and One. then kicked her, and that was it. She she exploded, I guess. <laughs> he, he exploded her one weakness. And King Hodder is now. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I mean, it was, it was 
I had a really, really bad joke, and like a really off-color joke. I'll save just, that. Okay. You know what? No, the, the train left the station. We're just, we'll, yeah, we'll, so, we'll save it. Oh, sorry, uh, way off, way off track. <laughs> so. the, the second idea that they had for making this one, no joke, was based on Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. They were gonna do Cheech and Chong meet yeah. Jason. Which yeah, I absolutely it sounds like actually would have watched. It it does. It's just so. I we there's a reason we don't do movies like that anymore, right? We don't do uh, <laughs> anymore. Right? Like when was the last time we ever did a look at this like famous comedy group going up against a a, a psychotic killer? Hmm. I will state, you know, so you got like Abbott and Costello, comedy duo legends, right? And then when you think in terms of like comedy legend duos, right? Um, who else has there been besides like mm-hmm. Cheech and Chong, Penn and Teller? And then I thought to myself just now, I go, I would absolutely watch the chicks from Absolutely oh, Fabulous yes. versus <laughs> I would watch that, okay? Darling, 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 can you believe what he's and wearing? I think they right live. Now? Oh, I know, I know. I can't believe I'm going to be late for New York Fashion Week because we had to stop at this cabin in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I, I, we, I'm, listeners, listeners, let us know. Would you watch... Who? What would you rather be entertained by? Absolutely, absolutely fabulous Jason. <laughs> or... <laughs> Jack and Jason. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that would be neck and neck. I think Absolutely Fabulous would be funnier because I think after a while, Jack McFarlane would grate on my last fucking nerve in a Friday the 13th mm-hmm. movie, but Karen Walker would oh, be amazing. Yeah, Megan Mullaney. Like, she could, she could. Yeah, I mean. Mullaney, my bad. Yeah, thank you. I got what you were saying. No, no, uh, you're she's... fine. You're fine. I'm gonna correct. She's you gonna system. hunt me she's down, and she's going to three make episodes me feel down. bad about myself now. I'm so sorry, Megan. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? I would watch Bob's Burgers does Camp Crystal Lake. I would actually watch that too. That would be, and it would come down to Louise. Louise would be the final girl. Yeah, haven't they almost done that already? Jean, the haunted house one. Yeah, Jean that's Belcher. Right. Yeah. All right, but like, okay, crossovers aside, I mean, uh, could you imagine like Cheech and Chong versus Jason? Yeah. I watched that. I would actually laugh my ass off. But but it's like you can't, they're not in any mortal danger because mm-hmm. you know you can't kill off Cheech and Chong. So, I, I you know, um, so we have this. We have the new blood, which I hate the title because I get confused with a new beginning, the new blood, and I'm like, uh, and she didn't even like Tina doesn't even stick around. She doesn't even get and, murdered unless you like in the next the comics. One. The like normally, the it's ah the final girl comes back in the next one. Whoop! She's generally the first one to bite it, right? Tina just kind of goes off into the world. I don't but, know, still being psychic somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> but I mean. I mean, in all fairness, Alice from part one was the only one who was killed in the opening of the, the, the sequel that followed her movie. Everyone else did live, but they were like emotionally fucking scarred. Every time a, a girl survives uh, Friday the 13th, they're like carted away in an ambulance <laughs> or a paddy wagon or a police car, oh, like fine. talking to themselves. Going, Where's Paul? Where's Paul? 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's what they wanted to do with part three originally was it was supposed to be um, after Ginny gets carted away. Um, they were going to do basically Jason meets the cuckoo's nest and he was going to be hunting her down in a like basically in a uh, sanitarium where she's committed and kills off the patients, which I would have loved to have seen. Because I love Ginny. I think, I think they, they steered away from that, um, though, because yeah, uh, that was... Freddy had already done that in part three, Dream Warriors, right? Where it was like, ah, oh, look, crazy teens. Fuck Yeah. Fuck crazy. that. Ooh, fuck we're that all crazy. Oh, I hate him so much. I'm so... God. Fuck it. Oh, God. Oh, what was his... Oh, no, I was going to say, wasn't his name Harry Potter? That was the dad. Yes, Rachel. that's right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah... <laughs> I was gonna say, Sam. We said we weren't gonna cover the but wizard yeah, like, boy. I am a wizard. <laughs> no, we don't touch the wizard boy. <laughs> I am the, I am the wizard master. I'm like, listen, bitch. No one else has two powers. Okay, you have one power. You can either walk or be a wizard. Okay, you don't get everything. All right. Although, like, you know. Although that other chick was like, I'm beautiful and bad. So it's like, no, you pick one. Well, Tina's a gymnast, uh, not Tina. Um, what's her face? Kirsten's a or Kristen's a gymnast. Um, um, Kincaid has super strength. Although yeah. I would have fixed that voice, but you know, sometimes we pick what we want. Um, and Joey can talk, yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, uh, all right. And has a teardrop yeah. tattoo. I'm like, did you murder <laughs> someone? Are you the Undertaker? Why do you have a teardrop tattoo? Is this the Attitude Era of wrestling? What's going on? But on, I'm sorry, back to, sorry viewers, we're just all over the place. But we have not, we have two hours to fill, and I feel like I'm commandeering once again. Back to Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood. I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate that title so much. Like they should have called it. Friday the 13th part 7 carried away because she's just Carrie White. Yeah, she's exactly Carrie White. She is Carrie White. They're all gonna laugh at you. This would have been a great crossover. But Carrie's dead at the end of Carrie. So, oh wait, that doesn't stop Jason. Yeah. Is she... Exactly. God, you just, you need more vision, Sam. I'm, I'm walking in here with this damnable logic and every single time I go, wait a second, logic can wait outside. I mean, Piper Laurie versus the best mom in the world, Mrs. Voorhees. Like, fuck yeah. Like, Mrs. Voorhees would eat up. Oh my god, I just imagine like Jason and Carrie sitting down and being like, yo, your mom is a psychopath too? Uh Uh-huh. I know, totally, right? What's it like living... And then they make out for half an hour while (laughs) the the moms try to kill each other. You you know, that's that's so funny if... um, What's the band called? Uh, They do a song called Social Media Masochist. I can't... uh, Like, Common Shiner, or I'll have to look it up. Hold on, I'm gonna... Let me do my computer enhance. Um, Zoom enhance. Hold on, I, I do that all the time oh, now. Oh, we do that uh, here. Zoom enhance. Find me. Social media masochist. What? Uh, I think it's like Common Shiner. Yes, Common Shiner. They have a video called Social Media Media Sickest. and uh, they do a whole thing where they're all the horror movie slashers, 
in high school. It's based, so I came up with a cartoon called uh, Slasher You, which I now call Scare You, which is like Monster High for adults. And I use all like all the movie characters, right? And their kids, what they yeah. look like. And I, in my cartoon, I have Jason had kids with Angela from Sleepaway Camp, because I think that just makes sense. And that got approved by Kane Hodder and Felissa Rose, just so you wow. guys know. Wow. And um, uh, Kane's like, I love Felissa, that's a great idea. And I'm like, see, see, Jason's an ally. And um, um, so I, someone's like, hey, someone had this video and like it came out like a month before I came up with my cartoon. And I'm like, well, it's different enough because they're doing like Jason in actual high school and his best friend's Freddie. And th- at the end of it, he's like, stalking a girl that he's in love with and turns out it's Carrie. So the fact that we are just now headcanoning like Jason and Carrie are trading stories about their crazy moms and they make out is just so funny that Sam says that because someone else thought the same damn thing. And it's really, really good. The song's good. The band's good. The video's a lot of fun to watch with a lot of Easter eggs. So I recommend you guys like Common Shiners, Social Media Sickest really good video so We're putting that energy yeah. into the world but uh yeah i think uh this is the yes i was just like i was so bummed but i watched it and i was like oh this is so different from what i'm doing and there's enough room for everyone it's not a big deal but um yeah friday the 13th part 7 uh the new blood just it's we should be like by the time all this fucking takes place we should be like in the early 2000s based on the timeline and everyone being aged up and the fashion's still the same. The hair is still the same. There's nothing futuristic. There, there are no Tamagotchis. Uh, JoJo does not have a singing career. I don't know what's going on. Um, but should we start? Let's like start with like the opening scene. I really want to hear Sarah describe it as a non Friday yeah. the Thirteenth watcher. Are we talking about like, the do one you remember where the opening scene? Child? Like the come on, Sarah. Yes, where yeah, she looks like the chick from oh, uh, Caroline. Like these very fine bangs. Caroline, because <laughs> they're rich. Caroline, this lake is clean. Ooh, no, it's not. Tangina, it's not. I would, I would have, I would have put so much shit on Yelp about Tangina. Like, I, like she told me my house was rid of ghosts. You fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking dwarf. Get out. Back to Tina and Sarah's uh, recollection yeah, of the so whole we have, uh, flashback. We have young Tina, who's like, I don't know, six or seven or whatever. And her parents are fighting because her dad's a drunk. And uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, for the rest of the movie, he will be treated as though they lost a great man. Like a saint. <laughs> I miss him. So do I. No, you guys don't. Right? I'm such an asshole for thinking that, but I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I'm like, uh, as someone who watched his mother get smacked around by his stepfather, I did not understand this this family like, oh, daddy's dead. Good. This like, is how I feel good. about divorce, too. I'm like, oh, they're splitting up? Good. Anyways. Everybody should have a lot calmer lives now. Yeah, you're not constantly seeing a person you don't like. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, that's why I removed <laughs> all the mirrors from my house. Um, anyways, so Tina's well, dad's we, a drunk. We also and... see at this point that, just to, to tell you that this is a Friday the 13th movie, it is Friday the 13th. We see on one of those outdoors calendars, people are always putting on their porch. 
<laughs> he only hits her on Friday the 13th. That's the real horror movie. I have to go. Jesus. Bill's gonna slap me around today. <laughs> um, Tommy, gas. <laughs> <laughs> He's not so bad, except on Tuesdays yeah. when he gets drunk and hits so, me. You Tina, know? Uh, screams like stop it and then she runs out onto the lake and she gets into a boat and her dad chases her onto the dock and then she stares at him real hard and we see like little spider sense we don't but we see little spider sense echoes coming out of her head and uh in a pretty good uh practical effect uh her she telekinetically destroys the dock until it's rocking in pieces sam you you work with carpentry and stuff like that what did you think of the way they have wooden buildings like tipping over and being destroyed in this movie because i thought they were pretty cool i <laughs> yes sam as a lesbian can you tell us listen <laughs> i have never once <laughs> rented a u-haul with another man i've always done it by myself uh i'm sorry to our lesbian listeners out there um i'm i'm sure you're all lovely and maybe some of you are lipstick lesbians so good for you good for you lipstick lesbians listen i've seen every season of the l word and um i know about lesbianism so you know um yeah which uh og l word much better than U.S. Queer's Folk, although it's still a Queer's Folk. Anyways, that's another episode for another time. Jenny Schechter deserves to die. <laughs> but we love oh, absolutely. her on the show. Like, what a roller coaster, oh, uh, you crazy bitch. Incredible chaos <laughs> agents absolutely deserve to be killed. Uh, moving on, in terms of this, I, yes. I really like this. This is, even though you know Friday movies are not the most... Uh, budgeted films out there, right? Uh, And they usually reserve Mm -hmm. all that budget for the makeup effects or kill effects, if anything. Uh, To actually have, like, these cool telekinetic thingy things happening with a big dock, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Generally, with something like that, if it's low budget, it'll be like, oh, no, a solitary beam of wood came out and bonked him. Well, he's dead. (laughs) Oh, dear. Right? This one was like, no, what if she, like, brain fucked this dock kind of shit although as as well they they keep saying she's a telekinetic and she does a lot of telekinetic stuff but telekinesis apparently can do whatever the fuck the plot needs as well she gets visions she can resurrect um, monstrous killing machines Uh, she can set things on fire she can see the future. It's like, oh yeah, telekinesis. That uh, one-stop shop for all of your plot needs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she doesn't... So, like, you know, the doc, which I was... I think I'm led to believe it's... Uh, they did it so, like, if they had to do multiple takes, like, they'd, they That's rigged so it cool. so, like, it would put itself back together. Ooh. Almost like you... Yeah, like those those toys that like mm. fall apart and you pull a string and it like, oh, it's all back together now. So um, that's cool. Um, and and she's like in the boat, in the lake. Daddy, no! Ah! And then like flash forward, we're now in the future, not in 2000 or 2001, like we should be with this fucking timeline. Everyone's fashions are the same. 
We have no idea. You know what bothers me? You know what really bothers me? We are, this is the seventh fucking yeah, movie, yeah. right? And there have been multiple reports of like Jason Voorhees or Roy killing a whole bunch of mm-hmm. people in this fucking yeah. county, in this mm-hmm. area, and people just still want to keep vacationing here yeah. and moving here. <laughs> At this point, you all deserve to die. Especially since the family knows to die. that Maybe pro- Jason is on the loose. They even keep a nice little book of clippings about him. You know, I'm just like, what the? F- okay, like you all deserve it. You know, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it was, or was the doctor's clippings. But also, why is yeah, why is the doctor, uh, you know, the doctor concerned with this? I thought he was like, aha, yes, I shall definitely just do research on psychic kid. Also, I love my Jason scrapbook. <laughs> plot plot because. Plot, plot, oh, plot, yeah. plot, Sorry, plot. my bad. You know, plot, 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 we, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, honestly, other than Dr. Gordon and Nightmare Dream Warriors, and other than Dr. Loomis, who, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm controversial opinion time, I can't fucking He's see He's evil! Okay, he must be killed! Um, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, get back on the stage. Like, don't, I, I'm tired of, clear, uh, was this your only patient? Because I hope so, because you failed, like, bad. All you had to do was keep one dude locked up. That's it. I don't know, whatever. I hate Dr. Loomis. Maybe, um, I just maybe do. Maybe don't let Michael Myers Fuck hit him. the gym. Don't right? at me. Like, <laughs> as, like he's, he's huge. Dude. He's massive. Dude. You don't just get massive he's, in a psych, uh, uh, psych ward. Ah, yes. <laughs> Physical like fitness ward. will yeah, help doctor. Him. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Sarah Connor, Terminator Two. Judgment yeah, but Day. she wasn't Just crazy. She, she was. She was ripped. Yeah, sure. They, they thought, she, thought was. she was, but she was like, "Nah, I know the robots are coming." Whereas, you know, Michael Myers is like semi-catatonic <laughs> for basically everything he does. You don't. Maybe, maybe he's doing pull-ups. Going, God, I hope my sister's still living in my house. Can't wait God, to I hope murder. She's still on my street. I hope she's still in Haddonfield. <clears throat> so I hate Doctor Loomis. I think the only doctor I like in any of these slasher movies is Doctor Gordon because he's the only good doctor. All these other doctors, even in like the Halloween remake, they're always like, "I need to know what makes Michael tick. I need to do this." And then you have this doctor, Doctor Cruz, who is all about like. I guess trying to get Tina to resurrect Jason. There, we don't really know thought, his motives other than like they're like, selfish. He thinks he's that if trying... he's able to get Tina to show telekinetic abilities, he'll be like rich and famous. That too. But then mm. why is there a scrapbook of Jason? That's what always confused me too. So I'm always like, my headcanon is maybe he knows and he's trying to make something happen. But yeah, he is trying to like, he's trying to Professor Xavier <laughs> her. Like... You know, another welcome. Asshole, welcome to my school for um, gifted kids. I'm gonna fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I have a thing for Jean, but she's 12, so I'm gonna put mental barriers on her so she's get more powerful than me, and then gaslight her through her whole adult oh, life while she turns yeah. into a phoenix. Scott, yeah, you definitely only have one brother. One, only one. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, don't just don't look at any scrapbooks or anything, Scott. Uh, one brother. Yeah. Here, the only scrapbook I have is this one of Jason Voorhees. Um, 
Yeah, so Dr. Cruz is a piece of shit. He's just, whether he is trying to, whether he is aware of like the Jason past or not, um, or, or whatever, Sarah's absolutely right. He is trying to profit off of, off of his uh, studies on Tina, which is just to put her under mental duress for the entire weekend, which is horrible. And, and I feel bad for the actress. She has mm-hmm. to be like upset through the whole movie. Like, she constantly has tears in her eyes, a red nose, because she's all sniffly. I'm like, oh my, everyone else is having fun. But this actress has to be, like, constantly, like... Apparently, she had like, migraines <laughs> the whole shoot. <laughs> just for forcing these tears. Oh, like, they didn't God. even give her, like, droppers to fake the tears. It was like, no, nah, bitch, cry by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, an A24 film? <laughs> Constantly be upset. <laughs> Who are you, Tony Collette? You, Stop it! You um, leave Tony Collette's <laughs> mouth out of this. So, oh yeah, I love Tony Collette, but she's also another actress who they always have her in a constant state of upset for no reason, just because they love to torture her. She's always like screaming and crying, and I'm like, I girls dehydrated. I can tell. She's like, that's why she's water. so thin. Been crying for forty eight hours. Yeah, but she's 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 a queen. She is like the new scream queen. I'm like, I know y'all love Jamie Lee. I love Jamie Lee, but Tony Collette, mwah. I think like, yeah, like I think the difference is Tony Collette right also do it with anger. Jamie Lee generally just did it out of fear. Tony Collette's usually like, oh my god, I am so fucking pissed. Yeah. maybe that's why Tony Collette looks so great. She's just constantly keeping her face moist with her own tears. <laughs> yeah, that, and she's always letting yeah, out that pent her. up anger. Like, if she's upset in, in real life, she's like, I'm going to take it to set, and I'm going to let it all out. She's really, like, 97, <laughs> but looks amazing. <laughs> Just keeps herself young. Uh, but I, uh, let's see okay, here. Okay, so, um, so Tina, Tina's yeah. been so in, we flash forward in to the a future. psych hospital for who knows how long, 10, 15, 20 years. She is nebulously older. Yes. Than, you know, Carol Ann. I have no idea how old any of the people in this movie are supposed to be. <laughs> I yeah, because it takes place in 19... on Friday the 13th. <laughs> 19? It takes place in, like, 2003. Like, the Twin Towers have already been destroyed at this point. Like, the, Tell that to like the it should be 2002. Living in, uh, like rich harmony in this movie. Yeah, Have you looked true. around right now? Yeah. Mullets are back. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are in the future. <laughs> like, what if, what if all those fashions come? Uh, no, I, you know what? I think they have it right. I think that movie took place in 2023. Mullets are back. Some of those outfits are back. The um, Melissa's fucking Karen Bob, mm-hmm. her A line cut, whatever, that's in. Um, all these boys who are you gay or are you not gay? Gucci daddy shorts on straight boys. Like, shit, Sarah, it's back. It's here. We are in the time, the timeline of the new blood. I don't know why they didn't continue with their plan to keep Tina in more movies like they did with, um, uh, is it Tommy from the last three? Tommy. They pro- yeah, they probably felt like she was maybe a little OP. You know, they probably like felt like, oh shit, we wrote ourselves into a corner. You know, like like this this girl could really Plus, fuck I mean, each, up. Each of the, the films after this are wild swings in different directions. You know, Jason takes Manhattan, uh, Jason goes to hell where he turns out to be a worm, and then Jason in space. And then versus Freddy. 
hey, we let's leave those. You know what? Jason X has grown on me a lot. And Jason Goes to Hell, you know, also grew on me a lot. <laughs> so I, I'm like, but you know what? Takes Manhattan, or, or should I say, Jason takes Canada mm-hmm. for five minutes. Um, does not age well, does not grow on me. I hate the final girl in that. I, I, I pretty much hate that whole cast except for, uh, and this is how bad I, this is how much I don't really pay attention to that movie is I don't know the characters' names. I just know like the the black guy who boxes Jason. I'm like, he's he his death and his scene is like the coolest thing. And fucking Lady yeah. Deathstrike Kelly Hugh getting um choked and then back bumping eight feet into the air onto the onto the floor by herself without a stunt double. What a queen. Like I'm just saying. Um everything else can suck it in that movie. And that also has a nefarious dog. Oh, another dime a dozen in slasher movies. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, we've got to get some more characters yeah. into this movie. Some... Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we barely got out of, like, the car scene with the mom explaining why they're going to Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. So apparently the family lived on that lake. They're going back to... Yeah, I have no idea how so many people home. live on this lake. I don't know. They like, shot on this thing that, like... It looks like they have a corner of a lake that's, I don't know, like four meters square. Yeah. And, and you think that they would, if they lived there for so long when Tina was a little girl, then maybe they would know, like, people who lived in the area or, like, the that, that halfway house full of the crazy kids. Yeah, that hillbilly mom always yelling at her son, Junior, you know, um, calling him a dildo all night. Yeah, remember her? Um, it's like they don't, no one knows their neighbors. You know, no one knows the history for some whatever reason. Um, they get there, and of course, next door to their ancestral home is a home being rented out. Mm-hmm. Not rented out, it's someone's uncle's house. And they go there for the weekend, and we got teens, teens, and more teens. It's basically the cast of Grease. Everyone looks like they're there 30, is, playing teenagers. Um, the description in the Wikipedia synopsis has things like science fiction writer Eddie, Stoner David, Perky <laughs> Robin, Shy Maddie. And I was like, I guess you could give them all one adjective, but barely, barely <laughs> deserve one adjective. They, Yeah. Yeah, so let's, because I, I, I have the same thing pulled up, Sarah. It was so funny, because I was reading that. I'm like, wow, yeah. they did the absolute bare minimum. Whereas part six, part six, I felt like everyone was pretty fleshed out. Even, like, the the characters that get killed really quickly in one scene, they all have, like, a, a personality. This one, it was like, we're just going to assign you an adjective and be done with it. So we've got, um, it's they're celebrating um, Michael's birthday, and it's a surprise party, and Michael, I'm assuming Michael's like the leader of the group, because they're like, we gotta wait for Michael. Where's Michael? You know, or he's, he's like the most he's popular the one. And Michael's one of the first gays. Right? He's he's, he's the Poochie of the group. Every, when he's not on screen, everybody should be asking, where's Poochie? Simpsons. Oh, I don't get the reference. Simpsons. What's Poochie? Itchy, scratchy, oh, Poochie. Thing, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't really right. follow Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons Oh, I know Itchy Scratchy. I don't know Poochie, uh, it's, sorry. It's an infamous episode, but uh, anyway, r- regardless. 
that this guy is just constantly being talked about by everyone else because they don't have enough personality in of themselves to talk about anything else. Right. Um, his car breaks down with his girlfriend. Um, quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah. Because um, I, I believe that the Michael actor is uh, one of the many gays in this movie um, trying to play straight. Um, and actually, I think he does a better job, and it's only because we see him very briefly. So, you know, not enough time for the gay face to show. Um, and, you know, he subsequently murdered him and his girlfriend, who have no other character trait other than birthday boy and girlfriend of birthday boy and tire on yeah. car. Yeah. Uh, she wants to have sex, now. which means she must be murdered. Yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, this is, the, this is one of the few Fridays where every single murder takes place at night as well. So, you know, they're they're driving oh, yeah. in the middle of the night. Their car breaks down in the middle of the night and they just go, well, I guess we'll hoof it the rest of the way in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, real smart. God, why don't they just use your cell phone? There's no signal up here, <laughs> dumbass. That's why these... I couldn't bring my mom's rotary <laughs> phone. She told me to leave it at home. Um, uh, geez, you know, I guess moving on. Uh, I will say Michael's cute. I'd fuck yeah, Michael. Um, I, I love Irene's hair, you know, like, okay, moving on. Uh, we have Michael's cousin, Nick, who's, I guess, the de facto He's leader very after bitching Melissa like or whatever, but... It was bugging yeah, me yeah, throughout the whole yes, movie until I figured actually, that out. Yeah, Nick. Now I won't be able to unsee it. Nick is hot. I think Nick is probably one of the hotter final boys in these movies, um, or just boys in general. Um, also, another uh, another gay. Um, which I was like, yes, score. Like <laughs> we're getting the attractive ones. Nice. Um, no, he's he's the de facto love interest for Tina. Um, but there's no chemistry oh, whatsoever. No. Like, not even like, like, yeah. Even if like Nick was like a gay character, there's like no chemistry between them as she, even friends. She's just come out you of know, an insane like, asylum, and like, he's bland as a wooden board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in need of a screw. Um, <laughs> she's come out of an insane asylum. He's still in the closet. Neither the two will meet. Um, so, but we have him and he's the nice guy. Like when Tina's being picked on, um, he, he always defends her. <clears throat> um, then you have preppy Russell and his girlfriend, Sandra, which, uh, I can't remember the names, but are okay. No. It's not the black couple because I know the, the, the black actor's Ben. Um, and it says here, his girlfriend's Kate Russell, which one's Russell is that? I don't remember. Oh no. Ru Russell. Russell's Russell's the one. Why don't I don't remember the, science fiction. Um, He's the one in the plaid shirt with the enormous sweater that he wears over his shoulders. She goes skinny dipping, and then he gets murdered, and then she gets murdered. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, for some reason, always think they are, their deaths are in an earlier movie. Like, oh, it feels like that their deaths should have been in, like, part two, and I think that's what I... doesn't I cross over with, with anything anyone else is doing. Like, these two exist in a whole separate, like, short movie yeah. where they just die, and it got spliced in. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I also feel like I, I mix them up with uh, the couple who get killed in part two, where uh, the one guy gets um, strung up by his feet and his throat gets slashed and the other girl gets killed near the lake, the nude girl in, in part two. So I always think I confuse everyone. But yeah, Preppy Russell <laughs> is, uh, it's his uncle's oh, cabin okay. that they're at. And his girlfriend, Sandra, and again, that's her only personality trait is his girlfriend, Sandra. Same for Kate, who's the the token black actress. Um, and then science fiction writer, Eddie, who we get to see in his tidy whities mm. later on. And then stoner David, who is yep. stoner. And like Sarah said, Perky Robin. And I'm like, Perky <laughs> Robin, it should just been Slutty Robin. Like, mm-hmm. Slutty backstabbing best friend Robin who fucks over Maddie. Because Maddie's like super into David and she's the shy nerd. Um, Maddie, I think probably out of everyone after bitchy Melissa and hot Nick has the best character arc because she is shy mm-hmm. and nerdy. She looks like a teenager and um, she's best friends at Robin or maybe possibly sisters. We don't know. Question mark. And they and Robin gets with David and Maddie's like, she's just like, let's face it, Maddie. You, you need a meet what she's saying, a little, little touch up work. And then she's like, well, fuck you. I'll show you a makeover. I'm and so disappointed that we didn't get like a proper makeover montage with her coming out and people going like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs down. She comes out in a boiler suit with a cocky mask <laughs> and a big like machete. A- and they're all like, I don't know about this one. And then Jason comes out and they go, ah, ha, ha, ha. Jason watches her come out. He's like, you're really more of an auto. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop! Or like she goes in for a makeover, and then Jason kills her in the makeover room, and then Jason comes out, and Stoner David's like, "Oh no, Maddie, mm, you could do better." And then he gets killed. Makes that would be uh, funny. Makes you look a little um, chunky. But Maddie, <laughs> and your spine's exposed. Was that on purpose? Uh, Maddie looks like a teenager, yes. right? She looks nerdy. She looks adorable. Um, just looking at her alone, she has, like, the personality that everyone's lacking, right? And then she does the makeover, and she comes out looking like a middle-aged, She like, looks like a news anchor. Like, desperate housewife. Mm. She's an extra <laughs> on Murphy Brown. Yeah, she's Ron coming Burgundy. out saying, this common household Stop. item yes. could be killing you. More at 11. And the common household More item is, of course, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> ah, three teens dead and and shooting at the mall. Back to you, Robin, with the weather. Um, and then of course, I, I like how they go snobby socialite, Melissa. And I'm like, why? Because she wears pearls. You know, like I, I'm like, a, yeah. Which, if you watch um, the this is what I love, mm-hmm. Camp Crystal Lake memories. Um, they spend a whole section paying tribute to the actress who played Melissa oh, saying yeah. she died and it turns out she didn't yeah, even fucking that's die. right. I laughed They got her confused with another person. So much. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. She's not even dead. Rest in peace, Melissa. Who's not really dead. <laughs> and they're all like, we were all shocked. We were all shocked. She was just so warm and so polite and so nice. And like, well, clearly no yeah. one kept in touch with her. Like, 
I would have loved if they had just d- done like a record skip and they go over to like the Tina actress and she's like, what are you talking about? Just have lunch with her. She's yeah. alive. Then the next talking head like, is her going, I'm alive. On. I don't know why everybody, like I just, <laughs> I just saw them. I'm fine. Hi. Hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> God, poor Melissa. She's, I, I will say she has the best line in the whole fucking movie when it, it comes down to hot Nick, bitchy Melissa, and psycho Tina, and that's what I'm going to call them. Um, and they're like trying to leave Tina's house and Nick's like, don't go out there. And Melissa just turns around with like the Melrose Place hair flip. She just turns around <laughs> and she's like, fuck you both. And then she just opens the door and gets axed in the face. I think that was just my favorite line because her delivery was so amazing and she gets ragged all across like the television. Timing, I was like, like, Damn. No, I Holy am going outside. What's the worst that could happen? And she opens the door and everybody <laughs>, laughs and go- she goes, uh oh. <laughs> He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> then one of the Olsen twins just goes, You got it, dude. You're in big trouble, mister. Um yeah, it was it, her death was so a satisfying, b funny, and c like the best one to watch. And I think she had the best line. So, <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, we got this group, and then we've got like random sleeping bag kill because they like they they knew they needed more kills. Okay, so here's my you know? thing about the kills in this movie, and you guys have got to. Yeah. I know like the gore was cut out and it was really cut down, but for me, like this movie is not. Yeah tense in any way because Jason appears he gets closer somebody sees him they're like oh no I'm about to be murdered he one step one hit kills them and moves on to his next I'm like there's no there's a lot of Eve in this there's no chase that's yeah. one yeah, of the things you know, that's missing. Then, like generally in a in a yeah. great slasher movie, you not a final girl. You get a sub final girl who gets to have a good extended chase sequence of like you know like Helen Shivers in I Know What You Did Last Summer, best chase sequence in any slasher movie where it's just like hands down. Oh my god, hands down. This girl is so fucked, and we are going to take our time getting to her, getting fucked. Yeah, the only thing that comes closest, I'd argue, is yeah, when um, when Tina's mom is about to be killed, and Dr. Cruz does the assist on that. But even so, that's like, I don't know, a two-minute scene? Yeah. And I feel like she could have escaped that death. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all just so lackluster in comparison. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I think the campiness is what saves the movie. Is like, you're just like, this is so ridiculous. Um, and also, like, the whole, like, I think they, they counted on you to counted on you to be like, she has telekinesis? And you're so baffled by it that, like, for the first half of the movie, you're not <laughs> even aware of how bored you are sometimes. I will or say, how, like, this movie lackluster the kills are. I thought I was, like, 30 minutes in when I paused to get up, and we only had 20 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, aside from, like, uh, part one felt like it dragged out forever. I will say that like, part four feels the same way, too. 
Um, I know a lot of people love part four, but I can't stand Corey Feldman. So I'm kind of like, eh, no thanks. Um, but the movie does run along and um, I had a, I had a thought well, and it's it, gone. I, what Maybe I do like is, I haven't had breakfast yet. I, I've seen but, a um, lot of slashers from the 80s. A lot of slashers. And this one at least is trying to keep yeah. itself interesting by regularly killing someone. You know, just like, okay, all right. You know, there's 16 yeah. people who need to die. We're going to chop that up over an hour and a half. You know, that's, oh God, what's math at this point? Hold on. I'm going to math that. <laughs> I, I, 90 divided by 16. So every five divided and a half minutes, 16. someone dies in this film. Who, who are you? James A. Janice with the kill count? Well, Jeez. I looked it up online, so... <laughs> I'm I'm not actually doing math watching it. I yeah, I know. I don't blame you. Um, well, also you got to take into account like the ten minutes it took yeah. to like recap the movie. So you know, right. like yeah, so really, it's like eight. Okay, minutes. so like every four minutes, somebody dies in this movie. That's pretty impressive, considering how many slasher movies I've seen where it's like, okay, yeah, we're an hour and ten minutes into this, and only one person has died up at the front. Jesus Christ, just do something. Yeah. Like Sarah said, like, you know, he one hit kills people, and now we're in the era where, like, people are getting stabbed multiple times. People who should be dying in horror movies are surviving. Scream six. <laughs> um, and it's just like, okay, like, all right, now there's, like, there's no, like, in-between. You know what I'm saying? Like... I've, maybe there could have been some people who survived some of the attacks from Jason, you know? He does have a pretty good kill rate where, like, it's, like, everyone that he goes for other than the final boy and girl die. So, you know, I, I you don't see many side characters surviving. It's always just the final girl and the final boy. Yeah, I mean, the girl who was thrown out the window, I could totally see her getting back up at the end of the movie <clears> being <throat> like, you thought you killed me? You just broke one of my legs bastard or something like that right right yeah that was perky, perky robin. robin um who who yeah we should name her change her name to gravity <laughs> robin um or isaac newton robin because she just fell out of the sky and but that's that's a thing too is like she almost looks like she landed on her feet and then fell on her stomach worst face bump Terrible. ever in wrestling um and it was only like she's from the second story like, I've seen wrestlers fall, like, you know, mankind fell off the hell in a cell through a table. And bitch got right back up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, Robin could have survived a two-story fall where she had landed on her man, feet. Mankind is, like, an extreme specimen of a human who will not die despite what's been happened to him. <laughs> it's true. Like, he, he is a living Jason. <laughs> but, like, Robin... Robin yeah, Robin. Oh, yeah, that was a second story window. One, she, I she's feel. well, she's she's bumped and bruised, but she's not dead. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, maybe paralyzed or you know whatever, but like I feel like that could have been a better thing too. Is like you know she is like alive, but she can't walk. Like she's like oh like she broke her leg or something, but she's like uh, uh, and trying to like, crawl away. And here comes that would have been a gruesome kill. Jason just comes out of the house and slowly just walks up to her and like puts like one foot on her back to hold her in place and then like machetes her head. Like 
even like showing it off camera where you just see Jason with the motion and hear the sound, I think would have been a better kill than just out the window, yeah. you know? Yeah. Not many people die via defense. What do I know? I just, I just write. <laughs> a sleeping bag kill is like the best kill, even though they it tamed is. it down a lot. Um, but that's, it was so funny. Her boyfriend goes out there and she goes, come on in, you big <laughs> He is not. Man. He is not. And I'm like, oh, honey, you have, n- you have no idea. Jason is a big hunk of man because Kane Hodder is fucking hot. Like Kane Hodder has like daddy vibes all the way around. And meeting him in person, he's much taller than I thought he'd be. I was like really shocked. And I'm like, oh, wow, he is daddy. Like Kane Hodder's hot. And uh, so I'm like, oh, honey, Jason's da- Jason's a big hunk of man. He is going to come into that tent. And then she just hides in the sleeping bag. Like that's like no, no, no wherewithal to like crawl out of it or fight no. back and just gets just get like, like a pig in a blanket picked right up. She just you know? smushed a bit. Yeah, he like swings her like a like a stick to a pinata. And then it just shows her face and it's all bloody. I was like, oh, that's it. But like the outtakes where it's like showing him to do it several times and he said well, he was yeah, exhausted it was like a, doing it. It was like a 95 really heavy and full of blood. filled with blood. Like even even <laughs> in in wrestling, when, when you got to do like a helicopter or something like that, like a whole human being, I'm always like, Ugh. Jesus Christ. This is so much harder than everybody thinks it is. They're all like, oh, yeah, you know, momentum will help you. It's no, that person is just dead weight. No. No, I, uh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. I go, could you imagine if I had been Jason and I tried to do that after, like, the second take and, like, they kept the audio in and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just me being tired. This is real heavy. <laughs> Why are you sandbagging me? Come on, work with me. <laughs> I should have done Mean Girls, <laughs> and that's who Hot Nick also reminds me of. He reminds me Aaron of um, um, Aaron Samuels. Yeah, from a, a little bit a, too. A, who's also gay? Maybe that's just a like a movie his where gay all face. of the men in it turned out to be gay. <gasps> It's Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood, just Mean Girls with a body count. Well, Mean Girls like. has a body count. Oh, no, she lived. She got hit by the bus, but she no, lived. I, I choose to think that that's a dream at the end. She's definitely dead. She got hit by a bus. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, all right. Okay, got a little dark there, Tina Fey, but okay. But uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. Sleeping Bag Kill's good. Um, Maddie's death is, Maddie, the closest thing to a chase scene is Maddie after her her slut montage. Um, and again, like Sarah, you're absolutely right. We should have gotten like a popular 80s song um, combined with the montage of her like putting her foot into a high heel, um, rolling up her pantyhose onto her leg you know, putting on lipstick. Like, that's the, the makeover montage. It should have been, like, like sorry, Bride of Chucky, but it could have been, like, Call Me by Blondie, you know? It could have been, like, you know, Vacation by the Go-Go's playing. And then it would have been, like, she turns around and she has, like, 
her news anchor hair and she's like, need a little touch up work my ass. Mm -hmm. You know, like, come on. They totally, if you're gonna like already be funny, go full funny. The the fact that she did that by herself, it's like, bitch, you have talent. Why aren't you doing this all the time? And apparently you can do it at like the drop of a hat too, without any prep. Imagine what you could do with supplies. Yeah, she was the first one. She was the first one in 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 a movie to be like ugly duckling. Take off the glasses. Now I'm beautiful. I think she's like the first one, maybe right? She or one of the first because it's it follows the trope. But she's the closest thing we have to a Helen Shivers or a Wendy from Prom Night, where she gets like a little bit of a chase scene, mm-hmm. tiny, tiny smidgen. Because like she's she dis- t- yeah, t- uh, Tina doesn't discover all the bodies. Like Tina does not go on the <laughs> final, final girl, girl tour. tour. It's Tina's actually like a Maddie. Hop on, hop off bus. It, and it, there's the body, and there's the body. It, it, and there's it, the it is. Body. It's the Universal Studios. Oh, watch <laughs> out! It's Jaws. We're gonna get splashed. Ah. <laughs> but it's tr- it's true. They run around and bodies start falling out of the trees, or like they find a body slumped up against a tree, or like in a hole somewhere Jason like is every, an artist. every he, good he horror movie should displayed have displayed all those bodies right next to each other so she didn't have to go far either it was just like oh there's one ah turn around ah oh, ah, out of a tree she, oh and she's she's got a great blood curdling scream as well like maddie like she does this like old woman scream that I love and she like grabs her hair and then it gets like really shrill at the end she's running like bitch is running for her life and then she try- tries to juke Jason by crawling under that little crawl space in the barn like she crawls over to one side he walks around she crawls back over the other side yeah this like, is the one you, kill that like, felt like there was, was actually like, like it wasn't just somebody being crept up on or bottom. something like that <laughs> where this this huge man walks like a ballet yeah. dancer silently, apparently. Um, but yeah, that death at <laughs> least, it's like, oh, is he here? Is he here? Is he here? I don't know. I watched uh, I watched I Virus I like, like... for the first time last night. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis and one of the Baldwins who isn't Alec, uh-huh. uh, as well as Donald Sutherland. And it's... It's like viruses, fucking great for just the practical effects. The plot is a little less than sensical, but the practical effects in it are just like here's a bunch of like Frankenstein together robots and crap. Oh, it's so cool as fuck. But anyway, um, like at one point, Jamie Lee Curtis and somebody else are like coming down these stairs, and they're like, okay, I think we've avoided the giant Frankenstein robot thing. And they get to the bottom of the stairs and they kind of turn around and, oh, it comes out from under the stairs. This thing is two stories tall. And it was like, I guess I just turned down all of my pistons and whirring for you guys to be crept up on by me, (laughs) giant Frankenstein robot monster. It's like, yeah, Jason can do exactly this. Killers can just do that. They have like, here I am busting down a door versus like, okay, and now I silently tiptoe right up to do, 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 do. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> yeah, the only one who should really be getting the creep up on you is maybe Ghostface because they are aware that they're stalking you and trying to be quiet or Freddy Krueger. He can, because 
you yeah, get he can break some logic. Drinks. It's fine. You know, like that's the only person who should be get. Yeah, or Candyman because he's, he's a like ghost. a theory. Not is yeah, it a theory? Is a theory a good word? Yeah, he's he's a ghost. You know, Chucky. No, yeah, absolutely so, um, not. Chucky's gonna talk to um, you the time. Yeah, no. Ch- oh yeah, Chucky's gonna talk. So, like Chucky parts one and two. Yes, would sneak up on you. But after that, he's like he's yeah. resigned to the fact that I'm stuck in this body. Like, listen, fuck you. You know. Hmm. Uh, for the easier days of slashers. But yeah, Maddie is our closest thing to a Sarah Michelle Gellar in this movie. Um, you feel bad for her. Um, yes. Wasn't she wearing white yes, heels she was. too? You know, so it's like if it's after <laughs> Labor Day, you kind of deserve it. it you know, was. serial it's mom. So, Kathleen Turner, we love you. Uh, oh, is it October? Yeah, all the leaves are on the ground, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah ooh, it's so late in the season. It, like, there's a lot of. Oh, that's right. You know, we always think of we always think of summer camp for Friday the Thirteenth. So that's why I'm like thinking like, oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, she. You know what, Maddie, you deserve you know, it. Me, so, you're anyways, saying, like, oh, we're going out of order. White and all heels. That. But because all of these deaths are so inconsequential, there's really no reason. Like, you could have shuffled these like a deck of cards, <laughs> and they really don't make much difference. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they try to do a little subplot with um, um, Ben and Kate. Um, you, you know, just they're like, oh, we need some diversity. Here's a black couple, you know? <clears throat> and they are pretty much like, they have, they're, 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 they are good kids. They're not like bad. They're not mean. And they don't even take part in like the making fun of of Tina. Um, but like, it's weird. They do this thing where they're like, are they or are they not going to break up? And it was so weird where, like, it's like, I forgive you. He's like, he's like, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Did we miss something? Like, was there a fight? You know what? I don't care. You're just going to die anyway. So I'm glad you all made up. And then they fuck in the van. And then someone starts rocking the van. And they're just like, oh, it's probably Michael. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah go go not? find Michael. Your hot girlfriend's right here. But sure. I And then, like, you know, he gets his head crushed or something i love her death though right like the yeah (laughs) her just like the fact jason walks up jason master of the improvised weapon um comes up with a party blower that makes the sound right before he jabs it into her eye socket into her skull all right it goes and then it's in love that love that for you jason Yeah, I'm like, oh god, how embarrassing! Like, I just if that had happened to me yeah. and my mom found out, she would start laughing. She'd be like, oh god, you couldn't even have a good death, could you? Like, I think Ben probably has the worst death in this whole movie because, um, and that's even compared to science fiction writer Eddie, fuck that who we guy. don't get to see die. No, fuck we that just guy. see his I, I don't head. like him anyway. Really, um, so. that's yeah. uh, die off screen. Yeah. But I think Ben has Ben has the worst death because we don't know is his neck I being snapped or is his head being crushed? Like the way it Yeah, me too. But it also also I don't know, it just looks like it could be like, column oh maybe his neck's being B. snapped as well. But I'm like, yeah, the head's being crushed. Yeah, you know, it's all good. But why do you why do you hate Eddie just, so much? I, wanna, I, I get I wanna it. Hear. His whole personality is that he's a science fiction writer kind of thing. But it's just this, like, Jesus Christ, dude, 
give it a rest. None of your ideas are good. Stick to one thing. Flesh it out. You refuse to. Oh, you're like, you're, it's, it's like, I remember having a friend who was like, I'm going to be a writer one day. I, I'm totally going to be. And she would just go on and on and on about all these ideas. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, you can't call your main character that. She's like, well, why not? I'm like, well, it's the name of a famous band that's also based on a famous famous character from a novel, right? Like, she'd called her main character Atreyu. No fucking joke. <laughs> and I'm like, you you can't do that. She's like, well, you know, it's 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 a novel. I can do whatever. I'm like, no, you, you just can't. It's a bad... I'm going to write a book uh, starring a, a kid named Harry Potter. He's not a wizard. He's a space captain. Right? <laughs> it's like, no. It's, it's still the same name. It's like, bitch, never... I- Never ending story yeah, was yes. also a novel. And Atreya was in said, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go make a <laughs> yeah. show and just call it Melrose she, Place. That's but what she I'm was just do. constantly okay. going on about her novel thing. And I'm like, just write it. Stop telling me your ideas. Just put them down so I don't have to listen to this anymore. When you have a final product, then I will, then you I will look you at your shit. To- You know what? You don't have to attack me so hard. <laughs> yeah, but okay. you're doing. There's a difference. There's a difference between somebody standing around and constantly being like, I know. Oh, I totally want to do It's It's listening to the, the new kids at wrestling who have this huge idea about what their character is going to be. And I'm like, okay, and you have $75,000 for the pyro for your entrance too, I guess. Oh my god, this is not right? an E fed. Like, everybody down. does. <laughs> I like when all the gay wrestlers, like, the gay wrestler's like, I did satisfaction and I uh-huh. did the Tori Wilson yeah. neckbreaker. I go, yeah, I do all those and I'm the vet, yeah. so you're changing you're changing your yeah. moveset. Had to, like, sorry. One one guy who was just town. like, I'm gonna be like a uh, uh you know, an undertaker kind of guy, you know, go for the spooky stuff, and I'm like, uh-huh. And then he proceeded to list off like all of Undertaker's shit, and I was like, Yeah, the Undertaker does that. Like all of that. But I'm not the Undertaker, and I'm like, you're just li- like all you've done is skin swapped yourself for a, a person that I have less interest watching. <laughs> yeah, I am the over. I, I think it was like, yeah, you, you um, wanted to be the Reaper. Or, I don't know. Come for me if you hear this, but it, it's just like that. No. Come on, please. Come yeah. on. Yeah. No, yeah, I understand the, the hate for Eddie because I'm like, oh my God. Uh, and when I was like, dude, shut, shut up. up. He literally has no other characteristics other than like kind of being Melissa Stooge when she's teasing Tina. Um, um, but like I too have dealt with the wannabe writer. I'll make this real quick. It's It, it has nothing to do with Jason. Uh, although this was, this person was scarier than Jason. Like I would write. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared uh, was fucking gross 
and had a thing for me and there was only like five gays in the school and he had run through all of them except me and I was like <laughs> I was the new blood um, yeah, yeah, I no, 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 get to it. the yeah, podcast somehow and so uh, yeah you're yeah, two for two for some weird sex stories on we our podcast <laughs> oh yes fuck yes oh, this is not a weird sex story this is a uh, one of oh. three stalker stories so I've had three stalkers she's one of them she was the mm-hmm. first you never forget your first, um, but she does come back for sequels. That's what's also scary is uh, I, I I am I am Sydney <laughs> Prescott. I am Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> I am I'm probably more like a Nancy Thompson. I don't I don't show up after like the first three movies or whatever. Um, but anyways, um, she likes Jared. Um, she was neighbors with Jared. She had photos of Jared in his backyard that she took with her webcam, which there were no wireless webcams back in 2002, wow. so she dragged her whole computer wow. out there. Um, she had a shrine to him in her room, not dissimilar to Helga Pataki's shrine. Oh, she's Arnold not even interesting enough to be original. Um, I, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh my god. Um, she didn't have the gumball head, so that's fine. Um, but I was like friends with her because she. I worked at Kmart. She befriended me. And I was like in, in every school play. I was very popular. Um, you know, popular for a small town. Nothing huge. Um, but people knew me. They're like, oh, you're the, you're the cool gay kid. And she called me the cool guy because I had a... I still have it to this day. I had a leather jacket from Ooh. The Gap. And so I always wore my leather jacket because... I loved it. It was Lake Havasu City and everyone was poor. So I was like, look at me. My dad had money for once. So anyways, um, she we became friends. And she was like my little fag hag, my little underling. And it was cute. And I, she was really nice. And then I just like over the years, it started to progress where um, I started getting harassed by Jared online. Turns out on via wow. live journal, mind you. Turns out it wasn't Jared. She was posing as Jared on live journal. And claiming that he had raped her. Now, he was full-on gay, mind you. He had raped her. He was an underworld drug kingpin. She wrote, like, a whole fan fiction story about him, how his ex-lover, Michael, um, disappeared without a trace. But it turns out, like, like he had, like, legitimately had his heart broken or something by some guy, and she, like, used it as, like, fodder for her fan fiction. And um, then she wrote fan fiction about me. And she got close to me to get close to Jared because Jared had a thing for me. And I was like, and I was like Cher Horowitz. I was just clueless. And I was like, you're crazy. And like, I knew there was something mentally wrong. And so it's kind of like, I'm just going to be very nice and kind of distance myself from her. So she doesn't snap and she felt it. And then she outed all of my secrets and all my secrets are like, I have a crush on my friend, Dan, and I can't say anything because he's straight. I don't want to make it awkward. And she outed it Mm -hmm. all over the internet. And he like ended our friendship and went ballistic on me. And then I confronted her and I like printed out all her journal entries and I whipped them in her face in front of everyone in like the concourse. And I was like, you crazy fucking bitch. Like I just went ballistic and I will, you stay away from me or I'll report you to the cops for stalking, which we did. And then she sent out 13 letters, one to herself, one to me, a bunch to all my friends stating that she like, pretending to be Jared and saying my virginity was the key and that like there was a master plan. So my mom (laughs) turned into fucking murder she wrote, tracked everything down where she wrote the letters because she did them at the library, tracked her down, had her locked up, had her committed. She was still contacting us from 
the fucking psych wing of juvenile hall. Uh, my mom had her internet privileges revoked. And then like a year later, she was like out and said that like she was all cured and she was all good. And then she was fine until she got with a guy who like made oh, her nuts God. all over again. And she's like, I lied the whole time. The whole thing was Charlie said it so they would let me out. And I'm like, you are insane. I'm going to, cause I had given her a second mm-hmm. chance. Cause I was like, mental yeah, illness yeah. is the thing. You know, I don't know what happened to her. Um, but then like she went crazy. And now she is part of the Republican party in Havasu still and married, which I don't know how that happened. And, but she had written fan fiction about me called The Riddler. And in it, I was the final girl. Well, actually, there's another final girl, some boy who gets killed halfway through by, quote unquote, Justin, who is the Jared character. And then he comes after me because I'm the one trying to warn everyone, right? And there was like a whole scene about me being stalked in the bathtub and running around naked, trying to get away from being raped. It was very horribly written and also stuff I would never do. Yeah. And she even changed my name. My real name is Tommy Watanabe. And she called me Tommy Watalama. What? That's not even sensical. I don't sensical. even know. Guys, I know. That's, I can see that's... your faces. I, 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 I know. I know. And all of my boyfriends died in every iteration. Oh, so it was sorry. a trilogy. It was I'm on so her website. Fake boyfriends. Uh, I'm sorry. I know. I don't even have the, the stories anymore. I had them printed and they're all gone, but they were so poorly written. My mom's like, you're such a narcissist. I go, I want to know what I do in these books. Like, like Sydney Prescott, Out of Darkness. No, like, I was just like, this is horribly written. I would never say that. And then my mom read them and she's like, oh, I would never say that. How dare she say that we live with your grandmother? I was like, oh my God, mom. That's like, that's what we took away from this. Now I know where I get it from. But yeah, that was a uh, sidebar, side tangent, and one of three stalkers that I've wow. had. That, that... Oh, and she showed up to one of the dances. Mm-hmm. She was barred from the dances. She showed up with her her other gay friend who hated me and like her best female friend, and she had a burner phone that they traced the calls. And she had been the one calling my house repeatedly. And um, she oh, had shit. rope and tape. And we don't know what it was for, but I was at the dance. And um, when they we my mom went to the court, I know, right? <laughs> Little did she know, I enjoy that shit. Um, but when they went to court, I didn't go because I was like, "Fuck her, this is crazy." My mom was bringing all. My mom got a live journal account to stalk her in return, and kind of would make posts to goad her into responding to violate the protective order. And uh, my mom. She, my, Sarah thought. Oh no, oh, Sarah! Wow, oh, no. just gave away her real name. Anyways, cats out of the bag. Uh, Farah Arkham. <laughs> so Farah Arkham uh, was in court while my mom was presenting evidence. After my mom printed all the live journal entries, Farah thought my mom was Jared's mom on live journal because my mom did not reveal her identity. And when Farrah was staring at my mom from across the room, the judge is like, is there a problem, Miss Arkham? And Farrah goes, oh, I just have those genes talking about my mom. It was so bizarre and weird. And um, I started writing my memoirs, just funny stories from when I was growing up and was posting the chapters online on Wattpad. And everyone thought I made up Farrah Arkham. Everyone thought I was exaggerating until one day she responded. She years later had somehow found my writing 
and wrote a big paragraph saying how she was going to sue me and how she was older and wiser. And then everyone saw, oh my God, she's mm -hmm. real. And she's still like keeping tabs on you. So she's probably out there watching, waiting, but just like mm -hmm. Jason and Tina, someone else is waiting for her to return. And <laughs> surprise my mom. Uh, so she even tweeted my mother oh, saying, geez. see you soon oh, one no. time. My mother slept with the lights on and she is a conservative with a gun. So she's like, I am not sleeping tonight. So I was like, well, congrats. She's a conservative now too. So she's like, she's not on her side. She's nuts. <laughs> Well, so yeah, I'm sorry. Now, was, having been um, through a real life slasher yeah. film, minus the slashing parts, oh, <laughs> you God. didn't read the book. I, I oh, can, they're bad. I, can I, 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 I almost unalived myself. Yeah, I was like, I go like two chapters of me running around naked after I escaped the bathtub. Like, bitch, I would put some shorts Shoes. on at least. Shoes. Like, I'm not that confident. Calm down. <laughs> Chanclas, sandals, Please. something. Back to the topic at hand. Yeah, the, the new the blood. killings uh, in yeah. this movie so, are uh, absolutely yeah, inconsequential so in terms of like plot shenanigans. Yeah. The plot really just comes down to like Tina's yes. got ambiguous psychic powers. She accidentally resurrects Jason. He murders a whole bunch of people. Then she has to go, ah, shit. Guess I gotta use these psychic powers for good. Yeah, they thought, then, wouldn't it be cool if we had Carrie versus Jason? <laughs> and then they were like, oh shit, it will, that's going to cost a thought, lot yeah. of money. If we have the meat right away, movie's going to be 20 minutes long. Let's kill a dozen teenagers in between. Right? This could have been like Ooh, an hour-long yeah. Tales from the Crypt episode. Or like, you know, half hour Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, and I love how like Sam just like condensed, let us ramble for oh, like okay. 90 minutes and then comes in and is like, <laughs> here are the two minutes of the plot that we did not cover. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. And I was like, no, but what a that's, professional. that is the movie though. Like it's, it's point A, point B, the rest is just filler. It's not yeah. my fault that that's essentially what happens for the film. Like, it'd be different if there were ups and downs and like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, she she trusts Dr. Cruz, but it turns out Dr. Cruz has secretly been working for uh, a shadowy government agency that wants to make psychics or, you know, are investigating paranormal things like Jason, who is definitely a paranormal thing, and so is she. But that's not even, that's not even a thing. He's just right. like, aha, science cool right that's also what bothers me too it's like we're seven movies in and in other instances a team of psychics or paranormal investigators would have been mm -hmm. dispatched by now you get what i'm saying like um ed and lorraine warren would have been like there instantly they're the like, conjuring the four and then i'd be like no jason kill them, jason these motherfuckers <laughs> okay yeah this is a 1988 movie Ghostbusters is what eighty four? That that's begging to be made. 
Yeah, and then like even like the the movie Puppet Master like opens the first movie in the series is a team of psychics visiting a hotel because they're like they're like mm, one of ours people have died they must have been hunting for something supernatural. something supernatural is amiss at this point it'd be like they keep saying Jason's dead but he's he keeps coming back right like we have like at least like eight survivors who are like no bro like something's there I would have like come on Zach Baggins would have been there already like. I'm buying the whole lake and transporting it to my haunted museum in Vegas. Like, shut up. You know, like, I would have liked to see that a bunch of douchebag wannabe psychics and paranormal investigators getting killed, but Tina is, like, the one with actual powers. I think the actress like, is pretty good, Like, she's the star too. of the show. I, I would have liked and, to like, see her just... get to do more. Yeah, and, and have some fun instead of always being, like, have the sniffles and being Ooh. crying, you know? Like, she... That's another no, thing. It's like she's not Robbie-ish. unattractive. And Melissa, like, yeah, Melissa kind of like targets her and she's like, there goes the neighborhood. And I'm like, I didn't listen. It's not good to judge people's looks, but. She's hotter than like, you. Tina is a solid, like, yeah, she's kind of mm-hmm. like Melissa's pretty, but I think Tina is like yeah. girl next door mm-hmm. hot and like Maddie's cute. And I think all three of them are above the other girls that, like, Melissa's surround. Oh, no, Kate's pretty, too. Actually, all the girls are cute. And Tina's not unattractive. So I'm kind of like, why are you jealous? And that's what it is. It's jealousy over hot gay Nick, who, you know, is just being nice to the neighbor girl who looks like she's being abused at home because she's always upset. You know? Yeah, and and, I mean, just... Like, I, I love the gumption of him walking in to their house and being like, hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Tina. You want to come hang out? Sure. Bye, Mom. I'm going to go hang out. Oh, honey, what about your psychic training that we brought you out here for? You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Just go. Just go. It's fine. <laughs> I do. I love she's the mom. She's a great mom. What, she she's is a, a great good mom. mom. Um, she's a great mom. Another, another ah. queer actor. Um... Yes, because I, I when I was watching Camp Crystal Lake Memories and they call this Friday the 13th, it's like a majority of the male actors, clearly not Dr. Cruz, were, were gay in real life. And the mom was gay, too. And um, and if that's incorrect, if any of the actors are hearing, they're like, I was the only one who wasn't gay. I'm like, OK, well, listen, I'm going based off of this, which I mean, they did say that the actress who played Melissa died. So maybe we shouldn't listen to everything that they said. So there's that. But um, I, I do like the, like, people go, oh, that's unrealistic. I'm like, that's how I met my friends in my neighborhood when I first moved in somewhere. I just went door to door as, like, this pudgy little Asian kid. Everyone's like, do you have any kids I can play with that are my age? I just moved into the neighborhood. And that's actually how I met all my childhood oh, friends. Oh, that's so cute. And yeah, this became is part friends of my with all the neighbors. With the ages because I'm like, yeah. oh, these kids are like, you, you, are near, you are physically near me. Let's be friends. Yeah, and it was the 80s though or <laughs> 2002 <laughs> Stranger was, Danger hadn't been invented you know I was like I was like what did we do with our right I'm like what did what did we do with ourselves before we had streaming and television all night and like the internet and stuff like people just went to bed at like 9 o'clock huh they like talked to each other and read books like what's going on so it would make sense I mean they are like they are on vacation and they are like they can't be teens because it is October, you know, or it is like, you know, it's, I, I don't know. They'd be back in school by now. Right. 
So I'm kind of like, maybe they're just young adults. Or it's just the weekend or something. I don't know. The, the days are all scurry. Eh, you know what? It's it's slasher time. And it's, uh, you know, Jason Jason is a zombie slash uh, regular dude slash an imposter slash a worm. Uh, you know, this, this movie doesn't do it. The movie series as a whole isn't too concerned with continuity. So, quite frankly, it's still the same yeah. weekend, if anything. It's still Friday the 13th. Every movie takes place <laughs> on Friday the 13th. And that's what I've wondered, too. Well, that's what I've wondered, too, is maybe concurrently, it is, like, maybe Tina Tina's father dying happened, like, the same weekend as, as uh, like, part three. You know? It is a different doc. And maybe, like, his... his death slash murder or whatever is like buried under the fact that Jason had a body Jason count again. Fucking? You know? You said he had a body count. His body count. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you scared Jason me there. Fucks. I was like... <laughs> I mean, it is implied that he sexually assaulted Chris okay, in that's part slightly three. Fun. When, when he like... Yeah, yeah, that's, and like there was like a big controversy where the actress was like, "No, that's where you draw the line, Sarah." Murdering teenagers, What's, I'm fine with, but yeah, sexually right. assaulting one of those kids about to be murdered—that's where all I of these draw kids the line. consented to be murdered. It just happened off screen. <laughs> I would, I like, I always, I think that's where my mind goes—is like when I see. Uh, like a female in distress and it's like a giant man or something like that my first instinct is that like if he's going to hurt her you know or try and murder her he's 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 gonna try and get his rocks off too before he does it which is also terrifying you know you know it's like that's where my mind always goes to where like there's that under like even with Freddy Krueger there's that underlying sexual kink of him killing these teens you know um where it's just kind of like the act itself is pleasurable for them. So they may do something also equally nefarious, which is like violating them sexually. So that's where I'm like, oh, like, and you never know. Like, they're just like, oh, you're dead. Here's your body. You know, like, uh, like that. I think that's also what always like really scares me about the um, about slasher movies is that, like, you know, it's they don't do that you know what i'm saying like jason's not like fucking a corpse or like whatever but or or, or raping any of the the counselors but in the same token your imagination runs wild you're like because you're like oh and deep down that's kind of like my fear like what if someone tries to like kill me but they're also like trying to do it while sexually assaulting me that's terrifying i would never want to live through that and so like you project your own like fears into like what this mm -hmm victim in the horror movie might potentially go through so your imagination runs completely fucking wild where you're like oh my god it's terrifying and it's like in your head you wrote you wrote a better story than the movie you just scared yourself you know like with that it's kind of like and i also like equate like a home invasion like you're either getting robbed or you're getting assaulted you know so it's like michael myers like stalking young youthful beautiful babysitters you know, it's kind of like, bro, don't, you're a perv. We know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you're gonna murder her and you're like peeping on them while they're getting undressed and all this other stuff like come on you know so there's a layer of like really dark sinister evil shit too combined with the murder and mayhem you know um this movie like like you guys have both said especially sam boils down to you know the main event which is tina versus jason and the fight scene is just leading up to it most of tina's stuff is i'm just gonna throw (laughs) things at you i'm just gonna whip whip furniture at you eddie's severed head this potted plant this table i'm just gonna throw furniture in your way and make like the roof of the porch collapse on you like which kane hodder was like that really (laughs) did hurt i did not think it was gonna be that painful and then like that's what she does she like throws the lamp at him strangles him with a cord all with her mind a lot of squinting Uh, and it's all really really well she's doing a lot of the um shannon doherty from season one of charmed you know everything i do needs a squint added to it Oh yeah, because you you need to you, you need to act, you need to like give the sim, the signal. You know, it's better than the Charles Xavier fingers to the I head. I like a Charles like, Xavier fingers to the head. I'm using this power. Gene Gene doesn't with No, cuntiness. I'm much more of a I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love I just love the telekinetic hand. But like she should have just done the telekinetic hand, which yeah, she never I mean, did. And again, you know, we all want Famke Janssen to just murder us because you know, cuntiest woman on the planet. Ideally, yes. God. <laughs> yeah, she's rumored for Deadpool three. Dear to come God, back as yes, Jean please let her do whatever she wants. Let her just walk into that movie, murder twenty people, and say, "Cool paycheck, please," and leave. And it's all on camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. oh. The rumor, the uh, yeah, the rumor is multiverse. Uh, Scarlet Witch uh, hops over to the Foxverse, and she's adopted by Ian McKellen, and it's her yes, versus please. Dark Phoenix. Oh, man. that's the rumor. It's a rumor, but I'm optimistic that that Ryan Reynolds will deliver. I mean, all that. little known fact: Famke actually does have telekinetic powers. Everything she that happened in those movies. She just did by herself. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, oh yeah, God, that woman. I I love her. She's she's amazing. She she's is amazing in the everything. Best Bond so girl. She's she's great. That's someone we need. She looks like a Bond girl. Yeah. That's the thing. She's, oh, oh, Zenya on the top. She kills men by fucking them to death. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sam watching this as a child like I don't know what this oh, means but I'm it. very interested I'm probably attracted to women right <laughs> yeah, yeah that's definitely it so uh me running around afterwards trying to squeeze no, people no to death MK. with my thighs <laughs> yeah you're getting there you're getting there in, in the gym. Do we have You're anything there, to say Sam. about the movie other Everyone should... than like the big climax that we've been building up to? No, I, I other yes. than Dr. Cruz's yes. death was satisfying. I was like, no one deserved to die more than him. Like, Melissa, I can forgive. She's just a jealous, bitchy, mean girl. Um, I, I, yeah, like, I don't remember some of the deaths because they were just so, meh. You know, like, just, like, I don't remember how um, 
stoner Dave died. Um, I think it was just in the kitchen, I think. Uh, just a safe bet. But I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Um, it, it, it's building the climax. I care more about how they got Melissa's pearls to explode when Tina used her telekinesis. And I love Melissa's face while the, the necklace is floating around her neck. She's like, <laughs> like what the fuck? And she kind of like vaguely has a feeling Tina's responsible, like that there's something weird about Tina. And I'm like, ooh, Agent Melissa's on the case, men in black, you know? But other than that, no, let's get to the climax. Let's 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 get on top like Femke and just fuck this movie to death, you know? Yeah, so Melissa's been murdered when Jason very politely waits for somebody to open the door for him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Tina he's like a monster, throws a TV but he's not a at him. She throws a couch yes. at him. She uh, tightens the strap on his hockey mask, which bursts off his skin. She uses the cord from the light fixture to strangle him. All of so these good. effects are great. I think I I love these. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, they. Yeah. Yeah. He goes. He goes through the stairs. She knocks Where him through the stairs there, into the basement. She stands in front of a jar that says gasoline. I say jar. It's like an old-fashioned, like, whatever those red canisters are. And uh, I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be yeah. important later. <laughs> so eventually she manages to soak him in uh, gasoline. She sprays it across the room. And then the furnace door opens and the and the fire like belches out. It really looks like it reaches out and grabs Jason. And he's, I tell you, any movie where a guy yeah. is on fire and he's just like wandering around waving his hands, I always like that. I think it's like a car exploding. Like your movie can only get better if you have that in it. Yeah. And we're already at the end. So <laughs> little did yeah. we know they're like, wrap it up, take it home. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't she, oh, doesn't she like throw nails at him too with her telekinesis? I'm like, wow, Jesus, girl, you're like, you're a Home Depot. Speaking I love this. Speaking of U hauls. Uh, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Two hours later, we come back. Full uh, circle. <laughs> and then Nick and Tina escape the house. The house explodes. Uh, they're like, whew. Boy, I sure am glad I'm done with that Jason fella. How are you doing? And then we look up and Jason's standing on the dock right next to them. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, Tina, you're homeless. You're m- both your parents are dead. You know, uh, like what the fuck dude this is like you know like her psychic powers are all encompassing she can do whatever jason's teleportation skills so uh nick shoots jason a bunch of times it obviously does nothing and (laughs) (laughs) uh jason conveniently like stands above tina reaching very slowly down to kill her the one time in his life he's like let me think about this before i murder this person (laughs) <laughs> but he 
she did fuck fuck me up a whole bunch. Like he's just like, you got any more tricks up your sleeve? I'm gonna and she's get like, you. You forgot my one trick. You let me squint. So she squints real hard until her dad comes up out of the lake, where apparently his body has never been recovered, holding a bunch of chains and drags Jason down with him. Thanks, alcoholic abusive dad. You really were the hero of the movie. On top of it, he hasn't, like, deteriorated at all since then. Like, Jason, at the beginning of that movie, you know, he's he's regular-ass Jason. And then after being in the lake for ten years, he's all spine-exposed and, and squishy and shit. And her dad, oh, no, he's preserved by alcohol. Never mind, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Thank you. you yeah, yeah I walked myself questions. to the answer. Yeah. Thank you. You did. Well, they did have a... He was supposed to be like Jason, all ghoulish and gross. And then I think there was a... Yes, there was some exec who blocked all that shit that, like, they were having an issue with this certain exec who was like, I don't like that. And the director and, like, the writer, everyone were just like, what? Like, she was just, like, basically cock-blocking them from doing a lot Because we see this guy for, like, five seconds. We have to instantly understand that it's Tina's father to get what's going on. Um... So that's probably a good thing yeah. that we don't have to then rely on t- <laughs> reverse shot. Tina, my dad, he saved us both, Nick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm like, his body They're was still never on recovered. The, dock. the water's like eight like, feet deep. Right? I'm like, uh, okay. Like, I can forgive, like, the whole, like, Tina's powers brought Jason back to life. I'm like, I think Tina's psychic blast, you know? That's what they call it in the video games. It broke the chains, but after part six, it was always kind of implied that Jason was just resting because he couldn't get out of the chains. So I'm okay with, like, oh, he's like, oh, shit, the chain broke. I'm I'm good to go. You know, like, he was never really dead. He was just, like, asleep. But this, I'm like, I can't, what? Like, I can't, I'm like, okay. And then the paddy wagon comes, and they're in the back of the ambulance, and Nick, like, jolts awake. He's like, oh, Jason. And she's like, it's over. And I'm, after after these movies, I always have that thought where, like, what happened after? Like, I wanna know the after. Like, you're an orphan, your doctor's dead, you're gonna be implicated in this, no one's gonna believe you. The house exploded, so you're probably charged with arson. Um, Nick is clearly gay, so you're not living together, you know. And if you if you guys were like a couple, do you live together? Like, do you just trauma bond and get married right there? Are you friends on Facebook now? I don't There's know. No like refractory you know, period. That's why I felt after Showgirls. <laughs> like, like ah yes. I mean, the movie, oddly enough, also doesn't come with the typical slasher sting at the end, which mm-hmm. is, oh, thank God, he's dead, he's gone, everyone's yeah. safe. And then as they drive away, like a hand reaches out of the lake or, or something. No, instead the movie just goes, it's over. Yeah, the closest it's, it's thing true. is the firefighter, who I it's think true. is the director in a cameo, um, picking up the mask like he's uh, Meg Giri <laughs> at the end. But, uh, but that's about it. Like, you saw him lose the mask. That's not a reveal. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then it's like, uh, like it would have been cool. Like it's the dad who crawls out of the lake. He's like, yeah, it's, it's like the conjuring where they've split like, up into like four different next... universes at this point. They're like, Tina's dad, the movie. But it's just leaving Las Vegas. It's just a sad story about <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> Involving a zombie father. Yeah. Isn't that? I will say, Jason. This is my favorite. My favorite look of oh, Jason. Yeah, oh yeah, Jason he's so looks, gross. Looks the looks coolest great. in this movie. Yeah, he looks amazing. He's scary. Kane Hodder does a great performance. Tina does a great performance. I don't think Nick mm. is a bad actor in this. He just has no chemistry with Tina. Melissa's great. Maddie's great. Everyone else can fuck off. Um, they weren't bad, but they weren't memorable. You know, um, you could argue Ben and Kate are only yeah. memorable because they're the only black people in this movie. Like, you know, um, yeah. And uh, and Eddie just wanted to shut up about his book. So the mom was great. I'd keep the mom and Dr. Cruz. That actor has been in a bunch of stuff. And I think he was also a doctor on Golden Girls, oh. where he told Dorothy that she was just old and tired. Not pregnant. The, the two-parter where she's battling chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she feels like she's dying. And, and he's like, well, get a haircut. My wife did. I think that I think that's the same actor. It may not be, but I know he's the he's Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's the corpse. Pretty good for him. <laughs> so Weekend yeah. at Bernie's is it's just a sequel to this movie. So, you know, like, they just took Dr. Cruz's corpse and walked it around everywhere. Yeah, so. they were Tommy, hoping that it, it would just reanimate yeah. itself. <laughs> They're like, nobody <laughs> dies permanently. And then it's... It, go ahead. Yeah, it's just the, it's the Camp Crystal Lake verse. Jason, Mrs. Voorhees, Tina's dad, Dr. Cruz... And Roy, and they're all back for vengeance. They're gonna get all the survivors. So, Tommy, I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say to this, but it's time for the big question: Is Friday the Thirteenth the sure. new blood, the no blood, uh, camp? <laughs> yes, I love uh, that. That's not my. Okay, that's Sarah not my. Wins um, the no blood. That's not. Yes. I did not come up with that. I did see that as like some fans call it that because it was so censored. I love that. The no blood. Yes. Uh, and yes, it is camp. It is beyond camp. I know I buried the lead like halfway through when I was like, it's so campy. Sam, yeah, how about you? It's camp. Yeah, sure. I, I, I'm going to have to agree. Like in terms of a slasher movie, it's just, it feels like the a slasher equivalent of, oh God, we got to build this uh, tr- railway in front of us as we're moving mm. along because we could get Freddy oh, and we could get Cheech and Chong and I guess she's psychic well is she Carrie no she's not Carrie um, how much can we do it needs more kills quick more kills less blood <laughs> more kills uh, uh, and and her father's back at the end is he gross no he's not gross uh, I guess uh, yeah the end we did it right we made a movie <laughs> Yes, it's yes. technically a movie. That's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's te- technically a movie. But, you know, it's not the worst what? Friday the 13th either. 
No, it is not the worst. I think we all know where I stand on which one's the worst. And it's Jason takes Canada for five <laughs> minutes. Um, it's uh, what makes us camp. Okay, let's count it down. Uh, predominantly gay male cast. <laughs> uh, telekinesis. telekinesis. Um, a bitch running around in pearls. Uh, yes. Maddie's fashion montage. Becoming one of the first girls to go from ugly duckling to beautiful by, by taking off her too. glasses. Not done by a man, um, it was her. She... But it's the 80s. Women are doing it for themselves. Fucking queen. Um... <laughs> Sisters are doing it. Okay, Hoochie Daddy shorts. And come on in here, you big, big man. Hunk. Come get it, you big man. And fuck you. You big hunk of man. And the sleeping bag kill, definitely all camp. And then finally, fuck you both. <laughs> Just camp, 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 camp. Yes, it's all camp. That's what drives yeah, it home. Com- compared to like, if if Sarah, you ever choose to watch any more of these, like if you saw part one or part two, much, much more serious about what's happening in it. You know, because part one is the murder mystery, I would say right? this one... And then it's like, oh, shit, but isn't she dead? Yes. For part two. Mm-hmm. I would... I would say this is the first, like, camp, like, campy one out of the series. Like, the... Part six had some, some things of humor, but it was still very, like, violent and very, like... Um, it was bordering on the edge of camp, you know? Um, cause it still had like scary beats in it. Um, even the Roy one, you're like, what the fuck's going on? You know? Cause it was like trying to deal with like psychological horror and stuff. And Tommy's seeing visions of, of Jason from when he was a kid. This one was like full on. Okay. We know what we're about camp, you know, like embrace it. We're good. Isn't this also the, one of the first ones without like camp? <laughs> on top yeah, of it. Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. They're it's not so there weird. as camp counselors. They're There's there as just no like... At Crystal. Wow. We're, we're cottaging. We're not cottaging, but we're cottaging. <laughs> we're Wait, cottaging. no. Part four. Sure, buddy. <laughs> part, part, part four. Part four did oh, not have okay. any counselors right. or camp. It was, all, it was the house party and it was the Jarvis gotcha. family. Yeah, it's just so hard to keep these... I, I find the the Friday the Thirteenth are especially difficult to try and keep them coherent up until you know this one because they're all yeah. kind of same 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 right yeah. most other slasher movies every single time they're like mm-hmm. what if we change one thing for the sequel and then that one thing escalates and escalates right exactly yeah but mm-hmm. so yeah it is it is camp and um. Real quick here, before we wrap it up, who would you save? Out of the characters who died, who would you have saved? And out of the characters who died, who deserved it the most? Um, I would say uh, annoying sci-fi writer definitely deserved to die. I'm, I'm cool with him being gone forever. Like, even the stoner. <laughs> like, even though the stoner is a stereotypical stoner, I'm just like... He just wanted to get high. It's fine. Let him live. Like, he wasn't doing any damage outside of that. You're sympathetic to him. You're like, mm, true. he probably just true. Uh, just wanted to have a good time and watch old episodes yeah, of he had a real in between he, working he on his bodybuilding. <laughs> he had a real stressful week and wanted to just kick back <laughs> with a whole bunch of weed. 
Don't you know uh, the, the stoner does, does like, has two major strikes going spry. on in his uh, industry right now? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. This is hitting a little close to home now. <laughs> so who <laughs> but, would you uh, say? The, uh, probably Maddie. Just because, you know, she she tried being a good girl. And then she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slut it up a bit. And then, unfortunately, she died. She died. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, well, mm. as much as I like Maddie, oh, I would have saved the mom. Um, yeah, I would have saved the mom because she was a good mom. And uh, I hate Eddie, too, but I feel like Dr. Cruz deserved I, it more. I am going to go out on a limb and say that I am saving Eddie. I know that you guys found him annoying, but he had the closest thing to a character... <laughs> to most of the other teens and also I think his line about uh, when he's rejected by um, the rich girl he says I've been rejected by most of the of the best science fiction magazines in America I thought that was pretty funny um, but for killing yeah I would kill uh, Dr. Cruz I would just make it a bigger kill much bigger kill oh yeah much bigger kill amazing ones to the dad he deserved to die, or Jason for killing all these innocent people. Like Jason, <laughs> yeah, but he'll come to back in the Like really, like no one did any. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't count. But I would have saved the mom as much as I like Maddie, because I'm like at least the mom, like Tina, wouldn't be an orphan. Shit, I think she suffered enough. Her boyfriend's gay. Her she's, house blew she's up. anywhere like, between the ages of fifteen Shit. and twenty-five. <laughs> she. <laughs> She's like, you know, she's got an AARP membership now. You know, like, we don't know what year it is. It could be 2002. You know, it could be 2023 since all that stuff's back now, including who pearls. Who knows? So, you know, mm. who knows? She's no Fam K oh, Jensen, but Tina, definitely one of no the better one final Famke girls. Jensen, other than Fam K. <laughs> and even then she's like, am I Femke? Yeah, she looks in the mirror every morning and says, I am Femke Jansen. <laughs> so thank you for joining us yeah, today on our exploration <laughs> of Friday the 13th, part seven, The New Blood. Please subscribe on your podcaster of choice. Leave a star rating and review where you can, because it always helps us to find new people who may not know what their camp favorite is. Uh, and before we sign out and say what's next, do uh, you want to plug anything of your own, Tommy? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore man underscore diva. You can Oof, find me on Twitter or gross. X now, whatever. Um, I, I barely I barely use it. I just use it to talk to some of my favorite podcasters, but it's the man diva, all one word. I'm really active on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, uh, Instagram. So just find me on there look hard enough on facebook you can find me too um if you're in the vegas area come check out pride style pro wrestling i am basically the the miz of that company but behind the scenes i am their jr so i handle a lot of talent relations um i have no choice the promoter's my roommate <laughs> so it'd be like handle this um but yeah come check us out at vegas theater company in las vegas um and other than that just hit me up if you want to talk more uh, Jason, showgirls, real life stalkers, what have you. Mm, there's so much more to delve. Uh, 
<laughs> who knows? We will we will be able to get two more stalker stories out of you in the future. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. oh yes, the the first one was exciting. The other two are just again like, with oh this. god, again. <laughs> I'm just Sydney Prescott at this point. I'm like, again, yes. Those those girls on the again with this podcast where they talk about Melrose Place. <laughs> that's my you know. That, that's one of my favorites to listen to. So, but yeah, I do, uh, again with this. Uh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next week we on the podcast will be discussing Ghost Watch. Tommy, have you ever seen Ghost Watch? Yeah. No. Now I'm now I'm tempted oh. to go. Sam, do you want to uh, describe uh, what it is? Yeah, so Ghost Watch is an infamous BBC special that they put out in 1992. Essentially, it was a Halloween night, uh, sort of like, aha, you know, we're doing a mockumentary. Uh, like, we're going to go investigate a haunted house here in London. But the problem was they didn't really advertise super well that it was a mockumentary because they also used real newscasters as themselves in it. So a lot of people tuned in Halloween oh, no. night to watch real newscasters go into the most haunted house in England and then a haunting happens. And uh, BBC afterwards was like, we got to black box this fucking thing because we have had so many, not complaints, but people calling in to be like, oh my God, ghosts are real. You guys have proved it. Uh, and now my children are terrified and blah, 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 blah. So... Yeah, this this was infamous for causing a lot of uh, real life panic. Right, it's a modern War of the Worlds situation. So uh, yeah, we'll be uh, watching that to see does it hold up. It. Is the 1992 of it just going to come back and bite us in the ass and go like, wow, people were really gullible to have watched this way back then and thought it was real, and us in the future looking at it go, obviously fake. I love it. Or is this going to be legitimately like, oh? Oh no, they they did a an incredible job, and uh, I don't blame these people for being frightened out of their dickens. Mm-hmm. Right. But we'll see next week. Yeah, I love it. Uh, until then, you can continue the discussion on our Twitter and our Blue Sky and Instagram at all of the same handles. I am at Chris Indigo, all one word, R H Y S, spelled the Welsh way. And I am at Sour Citrus Lady. You can follow the pod on <laughs> at Is It Camp Pod. Until next week, wait an hour before skinny dipping. Watch out for snakes and stay camp. Bye. Bye. Or else my alcoholic dad will drag you back under the pier. Bye. What's your thing? Like it. Not too camp. No, not the way you do it.